What's up? What's up, y'all? We are here on the Follow Leader Sports Podcast. Now I'm your host, Lita Johnson. Now listen, it happened. Joe Longino is a beast, right? So what you get with him is you get a 6'5 dude who can play the 3, the 2, and he can be a killer. I mean, this man can light it up. He averaged 20, uh, 13 points a game for Fruity Pride, 2018-2019. He's an ice on the free throw line, so he's, he's going to get there. He's going to shoot from the outside. You know, he has to improve his three-point shot, but he can shoot that three-point shot. He's a scorer, scorer. Like, he's a killer, and he's long. So, Jay Wright's going to – he's a guy to watch out for to go to the NBA because in, in, in when you go to Villanova, players develop. Like, they develop. So, when you're looking at these type of players, like – that are good, and you look at the 97 rating uh, as far as the you know accumulating rating. He's he's number 32 by 247 Sports, okay, but he's number 97 overall as a recruit. You know, that's a 247 composite man. Anybody who know the 247 composite rankings? That's ESPN rivals and and um, 247 combined. So he's a top 100 recruit regardless. He's a sixth ranked shoot, shooting guard, and by 247 Sports, he's a second ranked player and PA. You know, so um when you're looking at guys like that, you add him and then you add your crazy part if you want to get fun with it, you add Delaware, Jersey and Philly connection. That's like right across from each other. So we got this. Last time was a Delaware guy on this team that was good. He pretty good. Dante DiVincenzo. So now we got Nana Najoku, number one guy in Delaware again. You know, Villanova recruits there, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. If, if Villanova coming in there, most of the guys is like, hey, I'm going to Nova. You know, this dude try to intercept, like with Cole Swider and Eric Dixon, they try to intercept. We always fend off Duke. Kentucky be the guys that swipe in a little early, whatever. But, you know, um, so now you you you, you get a Don Gino. And people, like I said, you want to ask where he's going to be at? Look, Jermaine Samuels is gone soon, so Don going to get a lot of time to develop. And I think um, if you're looking at everything, um, Jeremiah Robinson Girl is, is gone. He's going to be in 2021 draft. There's no doubt about it. There's no question he'll be a first-round pick. He's going to have a monster year, and I can see him in the lottery. But um, the next guy's Cole Swider is up to play the four. Then you got Trey Patterson. People, Some people are like, oh, Trey Patterson might be at the three. Villanova could try to, but it just don't don't mathematically make sense for their roster. You need a backup center, and then you you got Dada leaving, so you got Najoku coming, and Dixon's gonna be a big man in the, in the middle, unless there's an Eric Dixon Najoku. You think that's gonna happen? But who's gonna play the backup center? So you just gotta recognize, you know, is he gonna cripple his lineup? I haven't seen Jay Wright do that yet. You don't cripple his lineup. And I think that's just crippling it. And I think um, Longino, Slater will get the small forward. Now that, because if Christie would have came, that would have been interesting to see who would get that small forward spot. I think Christie might have beat out Slater on a half that he, the way he plays. It's, he had the potential to beat him out and just come in there and get that straight time. But now Slater is the upper hand. I just don't think Longino is going, Christie's a, they're ranking. And then if, if if at the ranking you show Jay Wright what you're made of, you're going to start. You know, Quinley obviously didn't just came in there and had to learn more. But if you're a five-star and you show it automatically, you're in there. If, you, if you're showing a lot in practice, you know, 
you could get early time. I think he's always looking for that one freshman. And now this class, if I had to look for a guy that was going to be um, small forward or power forward, I think this year is pretty much, I think Longino would be, or no, Patterson, I think I get a lot of time. I think he will because I think they'll have lineups where one of them will play small forward and, you know, Patterson comes in off the bench. I think he could be that freshman that can come in there and get lots of time. I don't think um, you need that depth, so you don't need to be putting the small forwards on the bench. It, it, it just don't make sense. But you, I think Patterson would be that one guy on this team that would get early time. And with Gillespie leaving – going to the NBA because I, I think he'll get drafted in the second round. I think it's just too tough not to get drafted, especially if his outside shot really proves. If he can score 22-23 this year, which I think he has the ability to do, then he's, he can go in the second round and really, you know, um, he's, he's definitely drafted. He's definitely going to get drafted. Now, Gillespie leaving is Clip Daniels. Clip Daniels plays the point. He's, he's dynamic. He's going to play the point. I don't, I don't see nobody. Then you got Chris Archie-Jackano. I know people are like, ah, oh, nah, nah, this and that in the fourth. Listen, it seems like Brizzy's coming. The momentum's forming for Brizzy to come. Brizzy, it looks like Brizzy is going to be in the Villanova Wildcats. It's just a lot of, you know, buzz around it. So, it's not written in stone, but it just looks like that's the buzz. Just, just, let's just put him in there. You can sit him back. And it's Chris Archidiacono time. Brizzy's not a, um, you know, you know one thing about Nova? They feel like the lower the ranking, the 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 lower the expectation to get playing time too. You know, sometimes pressure, and I, some 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 kids are prom. You know, you, you're not in those recruiting fields and what kids are promised. And then you come to Nova, and you, you're not promised. You have to work, and you you're basically gonna be put where they suspect you to be. Like that's what you have to buy into where Nova says goes. It's not no a hey, you know you have to really prove yourself in Nova's system. Like I was talking to Eric Dixon, you know, if anybody saw the episode, he was like, man, it was something great for Jeremiah Robinson Earl to pick up the way he did. That was spectacular. And then Eric Dixon also talked about how dynamic Caleb Daniels is. You know, I remember one time Eric Dixon was saying people sleeping on Chris Archer Jackano. They are in Nova's system. It's about what you can do, and Chris can shoot. You think he's not gonna get his points here? If anybody in college basketball is listening right now, I'm giving you the heads up. Watch out for Chris Archidiakono. He can score. He can he can shoot from the outside. Once next year pops up and Chris is backing up Kaleb, all right? That's, that's going to be his junior year. Then he got a senior year. There's a possibility Chris is going to start his senior year. I, I just feel like he has a chance because Brizzy's not going to – He's not that type of point guard. You know, I don't know if digging – you look into other guys and what their promise. Mitchell's being recruited by Stanford. There's guys uh, – Marquette, guys are promising time. You know, I don't think – I don't know how people, you know, value it out. We'll just see what goes down. But the thing about Brizzy is that Brizzy was already recruited before any of these point guards got offers. So if y'all didn't think Brizzy was a – once they offered – I'm hearing a lot of dumbness – if y'all didn't think Brizzy was important and when they started offering Diggins and Mitchell, that's crazy. He was the first one. They, they offered him when he didn't have no stars. They offered him before he even got the the the, off, the scholarship from Georgetown. So, yeah, Brizzy, I say a first come, first serve because they always like Diggins. And you know when Nova offers somebody, it's not a blank offer. It's like, okay, if you are not accepting this offer, Brizzy, right now. Because they were trying to lock Brizzy up early. 
If listen, they had been trying to get Bridgie to commit. Bridgie did. They had been courted Bridgie, and then when Bridgie wasn't committing, then the Diggins offer came. They they courted Diggins. Once the Diggins offer ain't came, then the Mitchell offer came. Then it became a three man battle because of the kill situation. The kill situation, it also made them go harder into the point guard position. But now that that Christie is gone. And Love is gone. There's two of the two guys that can play guard or, or, or play the small four position. So I knew Longino was coming. And then there's no Love or Christie. I mean, there's no Love. Love didn't commit. So now that puts Kills in the no matter what position. Because it was a possibility that Kills would have been, they would have got another point guard. Nova don't like the weight. Nova don't like the wait. The Scotty Lewis situation proves that. The Isaiah Stewart situation proves that. It's just what it is. They like to wait. They're going to go after somebody. They're going to they gonna try to get somebody. So let's, under, let's overstand. Let's overstand. Okay, let's overstand with what we need to do with this, with this team right now. Let's just talk about it. It's a, it's a talented team. Caleb Daniels is going to have about 20-something points a game when Gillespie leaves. He's just a more of a killer than Gillespie is. It's like Gillespie, it's like Jason Williams. Like if Gillespie had the Jason Williams athleticism, he'd be doing the same thing, Caleb. You know what I'm saying? So then you come back and then there's Justin Moore, and we're like, okay. I think they're expecting or not expecting. I mean, either way, a guy will be on the team – it doesn't affect kills being there and not, you know. But if Antoine starts, he's gone. This is my – if he starts, he's out of here. He's in a 2021 draft because Antoine's going to average about 15 a game. You're going to see a lot. For, I don't understand what people think. Just because his first year shoulder injury, he had to get – this is Villanova. It's hard to get used to some things. Like I said, if Cremo was a, a, a freshman, it would have been a different career for Cremo. You, you give a guy – not all people can come in. And just adapt to the game that quick. I think Cremo should have set out. If he would have set out, but he was in the transfer. He was a grad transfer. So you got to make it make it do what it do, man. You got to make it do what it do. So come to this team, and it's a kill situation. And people ask, is kills? Is it Nova now? Everybody's excited because the, t- the, 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 the recruiting class is at number three now. They were at number eight. Now Nova is ranked number three in the whole nation. Number one in the Big East. It's going to be another groundbreaking class. They get kills and Brizzy, it could be number one. I mean, because people don't understand, Trey Patterson is a basically a borderline. He is a five-star. But by 247, I don't know what they're waiting for. He's like, it's like a super edge. It's like the gun's at his head, but they ain't pulled the trigger. That, that's, that's what the, Trey Patterson's a five-star. Um, Jordan Longino, I don't know what's going to happen with his ranking if it goes up. But Trevor Kills is a five-star. You know, so you're looking at this class. They get one more five-star. That's huge. That's huge. And if if Antoine stays and you still got Justin Moore, there's a possibility Archie Diakono will get time, but maybe it's Moore who's going to get the time. And at the same time, another thing happens. Antoine, I still feel, will be a small forward next year. No matter if they got Longino or Slater, if Antoine stays to be a junior, 
then Slater's going to back up Antoine. They don't care about Longino can fall back. It's going to be Slater. It's going to be Antoine. And I think it's going to be more. And Kills is going to get, if Kills comes in there and proves himself, he could be their freshman to get their time. So this team, just thinking about what goes on, they get Kills and they get Brizzy. It's another successful class. I mean, I know that the Kills, Love, Christie, um, Patterson, and Joku team didn't pan out. But do you know what else happened? Angelo Brizzy is going to be a magnificent point guard. Listen to me. This Nobody on this point guards, who who they going at, the Kills, or anybody that can play point guard, nobody can pass like Brizzy. Nobody can pass their rock like Brizzy. Nobody. In transition, he can really make people better. Nobody with the passing game, Kills, Diggins, Mitchell, none of them can make nobody better like Brizzy can. None of them. And that's the fact. Facto. This man can run, transition, and get people involved better than any, as good as anybody in the country. You look at Kay Cunningham, how he predicted by the next class, you know, the class before, he passes the ball better than Cade. Like, this is a good passer right here. We're talking about a good passer. Y'all say what y'all want. Oh, this, no, Brizzy is good. That's that's his MO, the passer. He can shoot, he can, he can score, but as a passer, he is magnificent. We go into another thing with Kills. Kills is just a complete player. He can play point guard. He can play a good point guard. He can average six assists a game. He can he can score on you. He's a big guy. He can post you up. He's going to be so good in Villanova's system if he commits. It's crazy. But the thing is, they say, um, you know, Derek, I go back to the question. Is, is, is Yo, Lita Johnson, man, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is he going to commit? Like I said, I get the edge of no to Virginia right now, but it could change. Because, you know, they're courting them, and then you look at the position of Max Christie and Love are gone. He knows regardless, there's there's no there's nobody else. I mean, he's gonna get he's gonna be able to get opportunities at the rock. He's gonna be I mean, with Christie and Love, these are two other five star guys. Just imagine if it was Love Kills and Christie. Now we're talking about, you know, the time factor, you know, then you playing point. Now he has the opportunity to play shooting guard, be that player to get the ball, get the rock, and then you give a brizzy to this recruiting class, and you got a guy who don't care about scoring, but will score on you. He reminds me of Steve Nash. Period. He really remind. I think he's going to be in the NBA. I think he could be a first round pick, a late first. I really, when his career is over, listen to me. We're looking at a lot of players on here, but the most guy I feel like is NBA is Brizzy with his able to shoot and distribute. Everybody remember this podcast. Angelo Brizzy is an NBA point guard. You know, Trey Patterson, NBA. Trevor Kills can be in the NBA. But the guy I think has the most NBA potential just because of how he can get people involved and his jump shot is Angelo Brizzy. Trey Patterson, magnificent. I don't think Brizzy would be a lottery pick, but I'm talking about if you look at the prospect and you say, what are his talents? What does he have to offer the NBA that the NBA would like? He can shoot the rock. He can pass the rock. He can go to the free throw line, shoot. He can run a team in transition. That will always get you a spot on a team. 
And I'm talking about an elite level. If you can pass the Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, they could both pass the rock. Kid wasn't a great scorer, but he allowed his, he could score, but he couldn't score like, you know, like Lillard or nobody. But the fact that he could pass the rock made him dangerous. Steve Nash, MVP. But did he score 30 points or 25 points? What did he score? Remember, the two MVPs. Brizzy is that type of guy that can start for an NBA team and be a distributor and still can hit those shots. Look at Ricky Rubio. Like when you, Brizzy is the one guy I think would be a late first round pick, maybe 20, 21, 22 pick. When his career is over, he will be drafted in the NBA. Mark that. Is he the most talented guy? No, but he's the most likely to be in the NBA because there's a lot of Trey Pattersons. There's a lot of Trevor Kills. Ain't too many people that could pass the rock like he can and shoot and get people involved. All right, now listen. I'm about to be out of here soon, y'all, but we're going to still keep it rolling, talk about Nova. Um, we know Villanova, the season suspended. Okay, so it's kind of um, it's kind of big right now. It's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy because guys like Justin Covington and Daniel Smith, like, come on, man. We, we wanted to see Shanga Hodge. That's why I say, where are the people at? that say that, okay, let's give them a red shirt. This season should be red shirted. There's nothing in your power that should stop you from red shirting these guys. It should be red shirted. This is unfair. Like they didn't they didn't ask for this. This isn't this is something that's not on their you know, this is out of their control. So I feel like everybody that missed their season should be redshirted. You should give the fans back this season. So um, we'll see. Um, they're still doing their thing. Villanova just had another Villanova football and basketball is like they're going hard. Like I think the foot they they try to compete against each other. I think they play spades and pinochle every weekend, and they talk about who they're going after, and, and it happened. Shane Hartsell just committed. Now Jordan Longino committed. I'm trying to see what's going on. And also, I don't know what Nova's going to do. Is Nova going to get another offer to try to tell Kills to come on? If that happens, then talks ain't going as, as smooth as you thought. You know, if, if, if all of a sudden Villanova offers another guard, that means he's not hurrying up. <laughs> You know, Nova always got somebody up the sleeve. That's why I say Jalen Worley, we'll see what happens, man. I've been talking to Jalen. And, you know, Jalen says Nova ain't really, you know, they used to, they hollered at him, they ain't hollered at him no more. But that just means he's on the tuck. You know, he's sitting back. I'm going to holler at tomorrow, base tomorrow. Um, this is going to be interesting to see because now it's coming down to the wire. It's coming down to the wire. I think Brizzy commits and then his kills is the main target. Now, like I say, if the love is if the love went, I mean, there's no better. Like everybody else can, like Longino, they wouldn't have been, they could have got kills and wouldn't have cared about Brizzy or Longino. You know what I mean? But kills is that type of, but before it was like, you know, love, Christie involved, and then Patterson. And they was quietly really recruiting. I mean, they was recruiting Njoku, but it wasn't all. Like, his his recruitment, man, 
they had to do an unbelievable job because he was the first guy to commit. I knew he was going to be one of the two, first two, but the first one, I really thought it was going to be Patterson. But then again, he's a five-star, so. Um, what happens with Villanova? It's, I think Michael Washington is a big running It's a running back to look at. I think he's a, he's a guy. Martin Lucas already committed, and he's going to play linebacker where he goes. And um, I think it's it's um, no question. And Braden Bird, uh, uh, Braden Bird, it's, it's another guy, 6'3", 245, 6'3", 245, tight end. He's an athlete. He played defensive end, and Nova's recruiting him for tight end. So they want a tight end. I'm, really interested, I'm interested to see if Antonio Johnson commits. I'm going to have to really contact him more, see what's going on. Miguel Jackson, I'm, I'm going to do some contacting. And uh, tomorrow's going to be on because, you know, I've just been trying to see what's going on with this recruiting because it seems like uh, Villanova football is trying to wrap up. Right now it's going to be a bunch of defensive ends. that They're, they're, they're looking at, I think, at least three. I think Hedrick and um, Stansfield and um, we can see what like – Miguel Jackson is is a guy I'm looking at to commit to Villanova. But uh, you know, then you look at um who else could they get? Could they get four of them? Think they'd get four defensive ends? I mean, anything's possible right now. But three for sure. I, I think Hedrick and Stansfield are two guys who are Nova and Miguel Jackson's a big get if they get him. I doubt they get um Akina Agbaja. I, I I doubt that. I think it's Michigan. Um, and then, so, so I say three defensive ends right now, Miguel Jackson, Stansfield, and Hedrick, and I'm going to say, uh, Michael, Michael Washington. Those are my guys right now who I think so far that like, that's it right there. So the guys I think, if they get Ethan Carr and Irene, Irene's the guys, that's the last, that's, the, that's my last commits right there. Miguel Jackson, Stansfield, Hedrick. Um, Michael Washington and Irene. I think those are the five guys. And after that, everything you, I, I'll be surprised like you. <laughs> you know, if they get you know. What I mean, I just feel like those five guys. And we'll see what happens with Gainers. We'll see what happens. But those are the five guys right now. But the the dream six is Antonio Johnson. Like I'm not saying Antonio Johnson won't commit. I'm just saying that'll be a longer wait. How many guys they will finish with? I think it'll be at six. I think it'll be six. Unless a surprise recruit. I think Antonio Johnson, Miguel Jackson, you know, Hedrick, uh, Stansfield. It's going to be real hard. I mean, uh, because Mate Fitz is another one. I mean, it's going to be real hard. How many is See, because I don't think Villanova's going now. Is Villanova going to get that many? Because they got a lot of guys that can play. Fitz and Jackson will be and, and it will be two unbelievable commits. Like that would be great if you can get Fitz, Jackson, Antonio Johnson, Michael, and Michael Washington. Just those four. That's a good class. That's a good class right there. And I think if Johnson takes too long to go, I think Braden Bird gets an offer. And he might get one soon for tight end. 6'3", 245, big guy. I could see that happening. 
But right now, Antonio Johnson's a big, big target. He's a real big target for the little football. And then you're looking at, um, I mean, Akbaja is. But I just, I don't, I'm not going to out because I don't see him committing. I just don't see him committing. I don't see Akbaja committing. And, and I think it's, I mean, Michigan is on him. So it's, it's a wrap. I, Nova's not taking Akbaja from Michigan. But it was a great offer. But um, Miguel Jackson and Monte Fitz are two guys. With Hedrick and Stansfield, if they can get four linemen, I mean, if they get a fifth one, okay. But if they can get four linemen, four, if they can get four linemen, plus Antonio Johnson, Michael Washington, and Irene, that's seven commits. So this recruiting class in 2021 for both Villanova basketball and football is effective and good. We're talking about real good. I'm talking about this is the type of class you need for both uh, for the program, for a program. And it's time to start talking about Villanova. If they can have three good successful seasons and get a championship out of that or get to the championship, or they can have four good ones and get the championship out of one of those or, you know, when it, it's time to start talking, putting them. If Villanova has a successful D1 program in basketball, you know, why Villanova can't have an FBS? Like, it's crazy. You know, that, that's just always my thought. I, I really don't get that. Looking at how successful a program, Kentucky, Duke, both have that program, you know, to be one of those type of major programs. How come Villanova's not in there? North Carolina's in there. Everybody they beat. Like, it's crazy. But, um, listen, I'm out, y'all. This is big, number three ranked class, Villanova basketball class. What you're getting here is another big time, could be top three, top five class in basketball with Villanova. Joy Longino from Germantown Academy, a, a Philly bread boy. This is big. It's big. Archie Giacono's there. I forgot. Archie Giacono's another guy. I forgot. Archie Diacono, um, Eric Dixon, and Dada. The train of Philly is good to Nova. So, look, I'm out, y'all. Lita Johnson. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm out. Follow Lita.